1: Curling fans, you've come to the one place With everything you need involving USA Curling and more It's the Extra Extra In Podcast With the 12th Inn Sports Network And hosts Price Atkinson and Joe Calabrese Get ready for everything you need to know News, interviews, points of view, and club spotlights Anything involving USA curling can be found here. It's the Extra Extra End Podcast with the 12th Inn Sports Network. Now, here are Price and Joe.
2: What's up, people? Price Atkinson here, holding it down. Episode 17 of the Extra Extra In Podcast with the 12th Inn Sports Network. And I am flying solo this week Is our man Joe Calabrese, the godfather himself. Is set sail as we speak as I record this on Thursday afternoon, February the 7th, with B.A. Brian Anderson making the eight-hour-ish drive from Rochester, New York, to Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yes, they are en route in the truck with the equipment ready to stream and bring every shot of the 2019 USA Curling. National championships to you wherever you are around the country, including listening to this podcast right now. We cannot wait to do this in Kalamazoo. I will be heading out early Saturday morning. I got a couple uh, eight and under basketball games. I got a coach for my son to finish out the season before I uh, hit the road. So I'm going to be heading into Michigan, which will coincidentally – uh, be one of my first times outside of a uh, stop in Detroit. So Noah won't get to see much of that beautiful state outside of the uh, Wings Event Center very often, except the road between our hotel in downtown Kalamazoo and the Wings Event Center. So, uh, But looking forward to it nonetheless. It is going to be a fun week. It is going to be a homecoming week to just to get to see everybody. Uh, especially a lot of the teams I work with you know throughout the season been with them at the slams, but you know just to be back in our element at nationals and have you know so many friends and it's really a reunion time for I know a lot of people teams fans uh, coaches so many people that that make the event what it is and this event obviously uh, being hosted by the wings event Center uh discover Kalamazoo and the kalamazoo curling club, so uh, we got a lot of action to bring you. And then we're going to bring you in this episode some action. That action is going to be in the form of guest Rich Ruinen, the skip of Team Persinger. Yes, he bribed me, and yes, I took it from Mr. Moneybags. I took his money as he was out in Vegas at the Continental Cup. He took Vegas for all its work like he usually does, and that's what he used to bribe me. So I was more than happy to put a few bucks in my pocket as he wanted the podcast bump going into the Nationals. So I gave a little help to Rich Ruinin, thanks to... Uh, Making my pockets a little bit fuller with some iron, but uh, we'll bring you that interview here in just a little bit. Also, we're supposed to have Bo Welling from uh, on the board of uh, uh, the World Curling Federation, obviously uh, on, on the board with USA Curling. As instrumental uh, in founding the Palmetto Curling Club right here in my hometown of Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, so. Uh, we were supposed to have him, but we were not able to link up as he is on the road. And I'm sure he will blow in to Kalamazoo at some point through the week. And hopefully, we'll have him as a guest, uh, as a fifth-in-break guest. So I'm looking forward to to hosting the 5th and breaks And we've got a great lineup. Uh, you know, just all kinds of players, uh, people that are associated with the event. We'll do that uh, in Kalamazoo. Uh, coming up, uh, starting on Saturday. But as I mentioned, the Nationals do start on Saturday. They'll run through Saturday, the February the sixteenth. Not going to get into everything, all the X's and O's. I know that the guys did that last week while I was gone, hanging out with uh, uh, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and uh, Daisy, uh, and my favorite, personal favorite, Goofy, uh, down in Orlando. Had a lot of fun down there, and it was interesting to run into some curling fans uh, wearing a uh, curling pullover. As yes, it was the coldest week of winter. Everybody. I asked several people, "Is, is this the coldest week you guys have had down here? Unequivocally, the answer was yes. And so we timed our little family vacation uh to Orlando and Disney World and we got the five weeks of winter that Central Florida has to offer. So yay for us, but yay for the times we had seeing Mickey and Minnie. But yay for the curling fans ran into, ran into a bunch of them down there uh, as they saw, you know, pull over a shirt I was wearing here and there, uh, walking through the art of animation, the uh the place where we stayed at, um, not too far from Hollywood Studios. It was interesting, striking up some conversations. Uh, especially with a lot of Canadians, uh, so many Canadians that were down there escaping uh, the polar <laughs> the polar vortex coming to Central Florida, so it was neat meeting some uh, a lot of folks down there and shout out uh, to the people in Mississippi that I met I know they won 't be listening, and shout out to the couple from. Actually, the state of Michigan, who talked about what big curling fans they were, so it was neat to meet some of those people and and be able to uh, kind of talk in my element while we were down uh, in Orlando at Disney World last week. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we got more to do. Uh, obviously, uh, the nationals will be live streamed, start to very finish. Uh, on the TSN um, web stream, you can check that out. usacurl.org, dot org right there. Uh, certainly, tsn. dot us. You can get the live stream right there. Uh, it will be streamed on uh, on YouTube. I believe that's the way uh, Joe and BA have that thing set up. But anyway, tsn. dot us or or usa curl. dot org. You cannot miss it. Certainly, follow us. On Twitter, the Twelfth in Sports Network on Facebook, and at USA Curl. Uh, there's just no way you can avoid. It. If you're a curling fan, you obviously going to know where to find the web stream. So excited to bring that very first draw to you on Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That first draw is going to be uh, Corbett and Senate. On sheet C, and then on Sunday morning, the first draw of the morning, a long four-draw day, uh, 8, noon, 4, and 8. Again, all times Eastern Standard Time. Todd Burr and and, um, Scott Dunham, uh, that first draw of the day on Sunday. So, a lot to do there, but uh, let's get you caught up on what happened over the last week or so, uh, especially last week in the Curling World Cup, the third leg uh, that went to Sweden. We had Team Christensen. Team Fenner and the HamFam all in action there, representing Team USA, wearing the stars and stripes at the third leg of the Curling World Cup in Sweden. And it was a, a solid showing. We didn't have a, a team make the playoffs Basically, the way it works is there's two groups, Group A, Group B. Four teams compete in each. Basically, uh, the teams play uh, each other three times from your group. So you'll play six round-robin games. The team with the best record from each group advances to a winner-take-all final. Uh, Unfortunately... Uh, neither of our teams made it. Uh, the Ham Fam they tied atop uh, the Group B standings in mixed doubles with Norway, uh, but Norway got the tie break and the nod into the finals where they fell short to Canada as Canada took home uh, the mixed doubles championship in the third leg of the curling world cup. Corey Christensen and company three and three. They finished second in group B behind Minji Kim, the Koreans, who went five and one in group play and in doing so and growing and going five and one in group play, advancing to the final against Anna Hasselberg and Sweden Boy, the teenagers from Korea, they put on an impressive showing uh, over the weekend, and they win the women's side of the Curling World Cup, uh, defeating the, the home country Swedes and Anna Hasselberg. And speaking of home country Swedes, Nicholas Hedin and company, they also fell. They fell to Team Matt Dunstone from Canada in the men's final. So Sweden coming up short, uh, and two teams ranked in the top three in the world and Hasselberg and Hedin, but Team Fenner, Corey Dropkin, uh, Alex Fenson, Tom Howell, and uh, Corey Dropkin, uh, Mark Fenner. They went two and four, finished third in Group B behind Nicholas Adine and company along with Switzerland. Uh, So, but just congratulations on everybody getting the chance to wear the stars and stripes and have that opportunity to compete. At uh, that type of level, uh, and it's been really neat to see uh, a lot of different teams. I know Canada is really taking a lot of the same approach that the U.S. has, and not sending the same team uh, to all the different Cup events. They they've given other teams a shot to represent and you know get their feet wet in that first uh, uh, first year of the Curling World Cup. Is now the fourth and final leg. We'll go back to to China. Don't Obviously, the winners of each leg, Team Schuster has automatically qualified winning the men's uh, second leg there in Omaha back in December. Won't know the other qualifiers just yet. I'm sure those will be announced here in the coming days and weeks. But that fourth leg is not set until May, so you got a lot of time to wait before we get to that one. Uh, a couple other uh, news and notes to pass along before we get to our guest, Rich Ruinen. Uh, USA Curling announcing um, this past weekend that they hit the web traffic goal. I know that's something that we had uh, mentioned and pushed uh, online and here on the podcast uh, to get the the unique visitor goal that USA Curling had set out for, which unlocked some. Uh, Pretty solid funding uh, from the USOC to help not uh, high performance. This money that they unlocked uh, due to the web traffic goal uh, will help uh, and go to curling development across the country in a variety of ways. So that was significant, and give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself a hand, give yourself whatever, because you helped uh, make it happen, especially those listening to this podcast, our hardcore listeners who download every single week and As well, one more announcement to give to you. A little bit higher level, but the uh, Curling Canada folks and the World Curling Federation announcing this week that the Women's World Championship next year... 2020. That one will be held in Prince George, British Columbia. No, if you're asking about B.C., is it anywhere near Vancouver? It, it most certainly is not. It is a good ways out. And I'm talking looks to be about seven, eight hours, I think, is what I looked up and saw uh, Prince George from uh, from Vancouver. So it is going to be a hike. It's going to be on the, uh, the western side of the country. Uh, but it, nonetheless, uh, you get a world championship out there. Uh, not surprised. That Canada gets yet another one. So, uh, you know, one thing I wanted to ask Bo Welling, and I want to ask him. Uh, hopefully, we get to catch up with him maybe in Kalamazoo. Is uh, you know, we obviously had the men's worlds in Vegas. When might we be another chance that we get another one here? Because it was a long time since North Dakota had it, uh, and then we got the uh, then we got Las Vegas. It was a big, big gap in between. I'm hoping that gap is at least cut in half now, uh, and that they will come back uh, for a world championship here in the U.S. much sooner than later all right once again flying solo this week the godfather himself joe calabrese b.a brian anderson they are making the trip in the rider van uh, all the way out to kalamazoo from rochester safe travels to those guys but this is episode 17 of the Extra 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 podcast again you want to download Download it, uh, go to iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts on your smartphone, uh, just search the Extra Extra in. If you are an Android user, yes, you can still get us with an Android phone. Just use you know, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, or two uh, really good podcast apps that you can use. Uh, free downloads, and just search the Extra Extra in right there. And, of course, TESN.US forward slash podcast. Easy, guys. Easy way to listen to us every single day. Week. When we come back, we got Rich Ruinen, and then I'll put a bow on this thing and kind of lay out the programming and how we'll podcast and bring you some episodes from between live streaming uh, there in Kalamazoo at 2019 U.S. Curling Nationals. As we will fit, we will try and fit a couple of them in while we're out there, but I'll talk to you a little bit about that when we come back after we talk with Rich Ruinen, the skip of Team Persinger, right here next on the X Rector Podcast, episode 17. This edition of the Extra Extra and Podcast, the free U.S. Curling Nationals edition as we will be off to Kalamazoo here a little bit later this week. But because Mr. Moneybags himself, Skip Rich Ruinen, has uh, come to Las Vegas just recently for the Continental Cup and walked away with bags and bags of winnings, he has slipped me a couple of those uh, a couple of those 100s to try and get this podcast bump, Richie, in this last episode before Nationals, and that Nationals uh, podcast bump still exists. You've been a beneficiary of it before, I know that's why you wanted to go ahead and pay me a couple greens to uh, to hop on here uh, to get that last uh, guest bump before everything kind of takes flight on Saturday in Kalamazoo at Nationals. But welcome in, and uh, you know, thanks for that uh, little bit of money in my wallet. I can sure use it uh, uh, making the trip to Kalamazoo with all those great breweries we're going to be uh, able to enjoy.
0: Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Price. Uh, uh, one mistake there—I didn't really get both loads and bags of cash. So I had to dig even deeper to give you a couple of greens so uh but it was a fun time in vegas and the uh, continental cup was super fun to go to and we had it we had a really great time so uh excited to, though to get ready for Nationals here and 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 get over to kalamazoo on friday
2: come on you're supposed to work with me on that you're supposed to work with me and say <laughs> yeah i cleaned house because you always clean no, out i think i think everybody knew i got worked pretty hard in vegas <laughs> but it was a fun time so uh
0: you know that was uh It was was one of the best trips there, but one of the lightest uh, coming home in my pocket.
2: Well, you didn't hang out with Drobnik enough because I heard Drobnik was the man that really took Vegas for all it's worth. Winning, what, the last uh, 50-50 at the finals there, the Continental Cup. I mean, Drobnik couldn't miss. Yeah, well, we were in uh, we were in on that together,
0: fourteen of us. So we won like three hundred bucks apiece. But winning the fifty-fifty was super fun. And uh, you know, we were chanting from the suite, and I did, I had to go down and get it. Of course, uh, nobody wants to put that on their tax return, uh, so I had to go down there and do that part of it. But. Um, yeah, it was it was fun, and we had a great time. And all the all the you know, a lot of the people that were at Worlds cheering us on there last year from the range all came down, and we were all there again and
2: had a suite, and it was super fun. So did you did you at least charge everybody fifty bucks for the uh, you know the legal fees of, of the tax stuff you had to go through <laughs> just to get a little bit more?
0: Well, I tra- I I thought about it, I got down there and they actually take out twenty five percent out of your winning. Yeah. And then the guy goes, Besides, I'm gonna then I'm gonna ten ninety nine you and I said, Well wait a second. You you can't take out the taxes and then ten nine ten ninety nine you or I'm paying taxes on the dip, you know, the part that the part that minus the other seventy five percent again. And he's like, no, no, that isn't how we do it. I go, well, it better not be because that's not right. But so we ended up, you know, after 25% off, we all got like 305 bucks or something. So it was, uh, but it was super fun to win, you know, and and the funny part is we almost threw it away because uh, uh, um, Phil's aunt was looking at him and didn't realize that we had won and Matt Perushik said, let me take a look at that. And she was only looking at the first column and we had one in the second column. So it was, uh, it was pretty close to just walking away from six grand. So, but it was, it was good to get it. And it was, it was a really fun time.
2: Yeah. I know you had fun uh, getting away from the ice. Cause, uh, the world, the world championships in the spring, man, we had a blast there, but the chance just to go and have fun for a few days is I think you guys kind of, uh, sandwich what a, uh, Vegas trip together with Phoenix, because you guys were at the, uh, the golden wrench classic. And, uh, uh, top four finish, got to the semis, lost to eventual champion Reed Carruthers, 9-7 uh, in extra ends. But, you know, uh, talk about the season, you know, where it's gone for you guys, Richie. I mean, you had a good showing in Phoenix. You know, mentioned you had said just a little bit of tough ice there in that game against uh, Carruthers. But, uh, you know, several top three finishes, qualified at the Lone Slam you played Tier 1, the Tier 1 Tour Challenge uh, back in November up at Thunder Bay. I mean, really been a pretty solid campaign for you guys so far.
0: Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. We we played pretty solid. We've, uh, I think we ended up 32 and 13 or right around there. And you know, seven, eight of our games, maybe even nine, were decided by last rock. Uh, you know, we've been pretty fortunate, played pretty well, pretty solid, and and not been blown out. You know, even our losses have all been pretty close. We're right there, and our a lot of our wins have been big wins. You know, we've blown out other teams. So we're Right now, I feel like we're playing pretty good. We got several semifinal finishes. We won Eblis, you know, um, qualified in the slam, like you said. So I think we're right where we need to be. And, you know, I've been on teams that peaked early and win everything early and then don't do not do good in the week at nationals. And I feel like we're just kind of building that momentum and, and we fully expect to be uh, around at the end of the week. So that's our goal. Let's get to that final game and, and play a good game.
2: Yeah, you guys. Uh, as you get ready for nationals, ranked top in the top twenty-five in the world right now. And you know, looking at the field, I mean, you know, you got a quality field anytime you're at uh, the U.S. Nationals. This field seems like it's it's just a little bit. I don't want to say deeper, but just solid all the way through. I mean, there are no real easy outs here. You know, maybe in the past where you might have had maybe one or two or. Or even three. This field really seems like that. This is a a top to bottom strong team. Uh, or te- team of teams of ten. Yeah, I, I think you know we haven't
0: actually played a lot of the teams here, which is a little unusual because mm-hmm. usually at nationals we've got ten teams and we played all of them, maybe even in that year. Um, you know, in each year uh, when you're going into nationals and, you know, there's probably, I think five teams I haven't played in a couple of years or I have never played, you know, Sinet and Strauss, never played them. Yep. Um, they've been in some of the fields that we've been at, but we just never had run it, have run into them. So there's, um, it's a little bit different because you don't, you know, when you, when you play the same teams over and over again, you kind of got a way you play them, you develop a kind of a strategy. Like this is how I'm going to play this team. And mm-hmm. here's where we need to get aggressive and here's where we need to back off a little and and so we have those strategies with teams we play more often but you know the it, it's going to be a you know kind of just playing our game um which we which we you know we're, we're known to be pr- pretty aggressive yeah. and we we go kind of hard at it and we don't try to change our game too much for an opponent but there are some things we do when we know the teams and and we don't really know them here so um some of them Um, and so, you know, we're just going to play our game, go hard at it. And I think there are, there are a lot of good young teams. It's kind of, uh, you know, there's been a lot of turnover the last five or six years. Some of the older guys are retiring and, and, um, you know, new teams are coming in and young blood and, you know, there's a few of these teams that might be around for a while. So, um, you know, this is, we just gotta, we just gotta play our game and play well. And, and, and I think we'll be hanging around at the end of the week.
2: Yeah, I mentioned deep field. Looking at y'all's schedule in particular, it kind of seems a little bit more front-loaded with Burr, Brundage, Fenner, Corbett, and Schuster. That's your first five games. The one I'm kind of excited for uh, that you guys are going to play toward the end of the week is against Steve Berkeley, where I saw on Twitter he mentions uh, possibly, uh, depending on uh, I, I don't know the exact wagering or how he put it, but the chance that he might show up and curl in his outfit that he wore every single game at the world championship uh there in vegas with us back in april
0: i'm not gonna lie if he does that that's gonna be tough to <laughs> skip against him um, having to stare at him in a mankini the whole time is uh a little little gonna be a little rough so um but no i you know he's a uh, he's a good guy he's, he's funny and we um, Colin and him grew up and they're good friends and, and we all are good friends. And so um, I'm looking forward to that game. That'll be fun. It'll be at the end of the week. And um, hopefully it, hopefully it matters uh, uh, for both teams, you know? So um, that's always, you know, it's always good for the, for the crowd and stuff to have games that matter near the end of the week where you're, we're you're not playing teams that are out of it and, and things like that. So, but it, uh, I, you know, we look forward to that game and we got, you know, as far as being front loaded, I think you're you're probably right there. You know, you got three of the top five teams in the first five games based on rankings and based on how things went this year. Doesn't mean that that's how it's going to shake out, but but yeah. So we got to play well early, and we really like having good games coming out of the gates. Anyway, we're we're a pretty strong starting team. So um, you know, we played Burr first game, which is obviously one of the playoff favorites, and Todd is always hanging around and always. Playing well and, um, you know, uh, keeps his team in the game. And and so we fully expect we'll have a close one and we just have to play well and start right out of the gate. But, you know, there's going to be a few blips on the screen usually. And last year we did pretty well, only losing one game,
2: but it was to Burr.
0: Yep. And and that's who we start out with against. So. Um, you
2: got to play well early. That's the goal. All right, Richie. Wrapping up with Rich Ruin in the skip of Team Persinger. Uh, two more for you before he let you go. Uh, team wise, lineup wise, Jared Allen. A uh, little bit of a surprise, but you guys add him as an alternate. Uh, going to be the fifth uh, for your team. Just kind of take us through how that, how that, the process of how that came to be. And you know, I know that's certainly just some experience that he's going to be excited to have. Uh, you know, coming to Nationals for the very first time.
0: Yeah, Jared's done uh just, just brought a lot to the to the um sport as far as media presence and things like that. And we got to talking to him a lot in Evelith when we when he was up there playing and and of course John uh Benton is, is the coach of that team and I know John John's been one of my best friends for years. So we just started talking about it and and you know, um I think he can bring a lot to this to the sport. He can bring a lot to the team as far as competitive issues and, and being ready for the big games and things like that. And, and, um, just generally, I think, you know, um, uh, he wanted to see what the inner workings were of, of a really competitive and, 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 uh, um, good team that has a chance to win it all. And that has won it all Mm -hmm. to see what he could do to be better because he's a competitor, you know, 100% 100% all the time. So, you know, he wants to know what are what what do we do to prepare and what do we do to get better and how do we develop team plans and and game plans and things like that. And so, um, you know, we're hoping that we think that he can he can bring some stuff to the table too and and um, you know, hopefully he can make it. He's got a little bit of a family issue that we just found out about. So, we are not positive what's going to happen here, but we whatever capacity we can have him in we are excited for and you know we want to show him what what curling's about too at this level and that it's not just you know show up and play there's a lot of planning that goes into it a lot of strategy uh behind the scenes and and so he can he can kind of see that and if he really wants to be at this level and play at this level you got to learn that kind of stuff because it's a you know that's one of the issues that teams that maybe are at their first national championship are going to have they don't really have those those team plans and, and things that, uh, that go on behind the scenes, they don't know them and they're learning them, you know? So experience does matter in this sport. you know, that's yeah. why you see some of the teams that have been together longer. They, they do excel, um, the teams that, uh, guys that have been to national championships multiple times, like Schuster and, and people like that, they, they do excel because they understand what goes on during that week and how much of a grind it really is and, and what you need to do to keep, keep, uh, getting to that, that end goal at the end of the week, which is to win the championship. So we're excited to have him, whatever capacity we can, if it's half the week, the full week, whatever it is, uh, we're excited. And, and, you know, he's going to bring a lot to the sport overall and has already. So.
2: All right. Uh, a couple hashtags, you guys, uh, roll out a few new ones here and there all the time. Uh, team Pooh bear, uh, hashtag Pooh Bear is never going away, but, uh, You've been known as uh, hashtag violently flaccid, savagely moist. You got a couple new ones going to dangle for nationals. You want to preview? You want to touch on any of them right here?
0: Yeah, we got a couple. Uh, we got uh, one coming hashtag that's smangit. That's S M A N G I T, and you can Google that. We don't really explain our hashtags very often. And then we got uh, another one that we've had, and it's on our uniforms as a GPH, and that's from the movie Go- Goon. That's all I'll tell you. But yeah, we're we're we like to just kind of mix it up a little bit and and you know, our, our fans sometimes give us some ideas too. So um you might we might be rolling out a couple others, but those are our those are our couple of new ones that we're gonna use a little bit more this week and um so every one of our posts should have that and fans feel free to post it too and we're uh, we're just excited, we're ready to go try to defend our title. So
2: Well, if you need to know any more about those uh, hashtags, make sure to follow them uh, on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, at Team Persinger. Uh, You might be lucky to find out there, or you might just have to go ask them, uh, one of you guys uh, in Kalamazoo uh, here. uh, As we embark on another Nationals uh, in Kalamazoo, this is going to be a lot of fun. But, Richie, uh, the podcast bump, I think it's officially, we'll we'll go ahead and crown it and say you've got it. Uh, Best of luck uh, in the zoo. We'll see you this weekend. All right, thanks a lot, Price. Look forward to seeing you there. Once again, thanks to Richie Ruinen for joining us there in the last segment, and I I didn't have a chance to ask him about heckling Blake Griffin from the front row for his season tickets at the Wolves. We'll have to talk to him about that uh, in the booth uh, there in Kalamazoo as he's going to join us. uh, I believe it. Excuse me. I believe it's Tuesday. Uh, there in the booth at the Wings Event Center to do some color commentary uh, during one of the games. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday, but or Tuesday. Excuse me. But nonetheless, we will have more time with Richie and so many more uh, coming up at the Wings Event Center, uh, February ninth through the sixteenth. Again, the 2019 U.S a curling men's and women's national championship that you can see live web stream every single day, every draw from uh, the Wings Event Center, TESN.us, also USACurl.org, every single game. And if you need a, um, a note from work, school, whatever, I will personally write you one, and I will send it to you uh, from there in Kalamazoo because if you want to take the time uh, out of your schedule to join us and watch the exciting curling that's going to be delivered all week from Saturday to Saturday, please, I will help you out if it will do any good uh, with your employer or your uh, principal. So let me know. Hit me up at Price Atkinson on Twitter, uh, and I will do my best to see if I cannot get you out of some trouble and allow you to watch USA Curling Nationals. But we're going to go ahead and put a bow on this thing. But before we do that, we'll tell you that we are going to uh, try and bring you a couple podcasts from Kalamazoo. Hope to get one done early in the week, uh, maybe Monday, uh, once things kind of slow down. With having four draws on Sunday, it kind of gets a little hairy with one at 8, one at noon, one at 4, and then another one at 8 p.m., all Eastern Standard Time, where we really ultimately only have, when it's all said and done, uh, about an hour, maybe forty-five minutes between draws, uh, so it's just a too too much, too little time to be able to knock one out Sunday. So probably come Monday or Tuesday we will have another one, and then I think what we will do is we'll probably podcast again sometime. I would guess on Thursday once the round robin is complete and we start getting prepped and ready for the playoffs. So. Don't worry, we will podcast, we will bring you some other things that will be behind the scenes that you won't necessarily see or hear on the TSN web stream, but you will be able to get it right here on the Extra 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 podcast with the 12th In Sports Network. So can't wait to do it in Kalamazoo. It's always an exciting week of the year. Again, just excited to see a lot of faces. If you see us hanging around, you can't miss us. It's a very small arena. Uh, just flag us down, yell at me, hey, yo, dude, get over here. Just holler at us, man. I want to see you, especially with some price checks. I got a lot of price checks uh, that will be coming up uh, during all the games. So holler at me. Love to come sit down with you and talk some curling uh, and get you on the web stream. Hit me up when you see me walking around. Like, yo, dude, get over here. But I got you covered. So anyway, Price Atkinson for Joe Calabrese, the godfather. Hope they're having a safe trip to Kalamazoo, and we will see you. In the zoo this weekend, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the very first draw, a men's draw from the 2019 USA Curling Nationals in Kalamazoo. Until then, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks for being with us on this edition of the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson and Joe Calabrese. Follow the 12th Inn Sports Network crew on Twitter and Facebook to stay up on our weekly contests, giveaways, guests, and for upcoming episodes of the Extra Extra End podcast. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, Hmm, what's the word, delightful because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
0: Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your Connected Home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com
1: slash voiceiq to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more.